It's our year in review, back where it sort of all began for 2021, live with Buddy and Matt in the same room from Las Vegas, today on the Music Universe Podcast. We did it. (laughs) It's been a crazy year. Boy, has it. Oh, gosh. Um, You know, shows started for us in May of this year. What was your first show this year? Was it Garth? First show was, um, I think it was. No, our first show was uh, Dwight and Randy. No, well, yours for the year, before July. Did you go see anybody, Rebel Bank? Not that I can think of, but I don't think I did. Okay. Because my birthday present to myself, my first show back, other than the Oaks, in November of last year was Dan Tominsky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did that around my birthday. And uh, had a question of, do I go? Do I wait for Garth? But it's been nonstop ever since July. And I think we've been doing really good about making up for lost time with seeing these shows. We crammed three in one weekend, night after night after night. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. But I'll tell you, couple kind of came up. Obviously, Reba Brooks and Dunn announced the uh, return of their final Mm -hmm. shows for the residency at Caesars Palace. And I was making up for lost time Mm -hmm. by not being able to go the last six years that it was, minus last year. So I decided I was going twice. And you came, my daughter came, and then Shania popped up. And then you guys didn't have anything to do Saturday when I was doing the second Reba at Brooks and Dunn night. So you guys went to Carrie's new residency, which is like the third night into it. Yeah. And we've just had a blast. I mean, a hell of a lot of walking, which anybody that's been to Vegas knows. I'm talking to you and rubbing my feet. It's, <laughs> it's, it's um, that kind of night. We're so exhausted that we just have one room mic. <laughs> Yeah, to catch us. So up. If, if we sound a little different, that's why. And that's just because I have to drive back to Bakersfield in the morning. And i got to take Matt to the airport earlier than that. So I'm well, kind of exhausted. But this year, it's been, it's been crazy. I've, I've done a lot of traveling, not all for shows. But think about in the end of summer, beginning of... Uh, fall, Chicago for Alice Cooper. Yeah. Uh, then we did Nashville for a show at the Ryman. Then we were down at in Huntsville for Lee Greenwood. Yeah. Um, came back up, did a bunch of shows in D.C. It's been nuts. It's been nuts. And the Carrie thing, which we just saw tonight, uh, your daughter and I, she's the new Celine. The Gen Z meme is <laughs> she understood the assignment. When you're given the gift of a room to play in Vegas, you don't just plop your tour show into ve- into ve- into the room. Yeah. Looking at you, Pitbull and Zappos Theater, <laughs> who just I it was the same show I saw several years before I saw him in Vegas. It was the same show I saw in in Pennsylvania when he came near where I grew up, mm-hmm. and my mom said, "Let's go," and I'm like, "Okay." Carrie Underwood, her new show. It's rare you get to see the first 
residency of, I say this in the review, it's where you get to see the first residency of an artist. We saw Shania, and it was great, you know, but yeah. it was, I, I, I want to say a pared down, but not pared down version of her Caesar's Palace residency. Everything is still there. It's just different. They rely a lot more on screens and less on practical sets. But it, it's not the magic of the first big spectacle that Shania did. And, of course, Resorts World has a lot riding on this because they have the theater. It just opened. She opened the theater yeah. with this residency. It was supposed to be Celine, but uh, her back problems put her out till next year. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Carrie gets to christen this theater. and There's already Celine merch in the shop mm-hmm. because there's a shop across from the theater. And I was looking at it, and I... You know, it's interesting. Sometimes merch, if you look at it, can give you an idea of what the show's going to look like. So it'll be interesting to see what the design of the merch versus the design of the show is. But that'll be her third residency in Vegas. She did the um, the New Day, which was a, a, a sort of avant-garde residency where she was singing, but Cirque was happening around her a lot. Right. Now, Carrie had some aerial aerialists. This has been published. I'm not spoiling anything. won't tell you what they do, but <clears throat> there are aerialists in Carrie's show, but it's not. We've learned from Celine doing a go big or go home situation. Right. So then she did the even more pared down Celine residency, which was just a concert with a big band and she had some effects for some of the songs. My Heart Will Go On had water. Uh, and she went on tour with it and did the water on tour f- uh, with Cur- with the Courage World tour. Uh, but that second residency wasn't the... You know, that Caesar's Palace was built for that Cirque show that Celine put in there. It was also built with some specifications from Cher. To just have a, a show go in there. It was still wonderful. She was still doing things she couldn't necessarily do on the road, couldn't have as big of a bandstand, but it was the second residency. To see Carrie in her prime doing her first residency and already a legacy artist with big hits at 38, 39, however old she is, is just absolutely incredible. She is the new Celine. And it'll be interesting that they're sharing space because I would go see Carrie again. I would go see Carrie again. I know I'm excited to see what Celine does in there, but she is the new person that I think will become synonymous with Vegas. She seems at home. She seems at home. There's a lot of artists, going back to my Pitbull example, Yeah. there's a lot of artists who they come to Vegas and it's just another stop for them. She seems at home with the creativity that she's able to do on that stage. So I think she will play Vegas for a long, long time and may even go off the road for a while to sit in Vegas for a while because she seemed to really like being able to have a place to play. And I'm like, yes, this is somebody who feels at home in this space. This is the house that Carrie built. And Resorts World has a lot riding on it because, and we love our Resorts World friends, but they've been getting, they've not been, I know for a fact, they've not been getting the reception 
from the public or the media that they've hoped they would get at the outset. I think a lot of things factor into that. I think the fact that they opened while they weren't fully ready, there's still some construction of some meeting spaces going on, so they can't bring in that clientele. I just, there's an overall sense of, I don't want to say disappointment, but a sense of, oh. Underwhelming. Underwhelming, this is what we waited for. I think these residencies are going to put it over the top, and they're going to put Resorts World on the map, and I hope to come back in May when Celine is performing and be two for two and yeah. see what she's able to do in the space. Because the stage is huge. We're talking, gosh, at least a football field, if not two. Well, like Caesar's Palace size? Mm-hmm. Maybe even a little bigger. But was it set up like Caesar's? For mm-hmm. those that haven't been there, Caesar's, if you're sitting on the ends and you're back like 14, 15 rows, you're almost third, fourth, even first row, depending on where the artist is Because of how the stage reaches out. Yeah, because of the stage design. Yes, there were wings. There were wings that kind of go out. Yeah. I'll say this. In terms of Carrie, I knew of her music. I knew, I watched her on Idol because I loved Idol <clears throat> around the time that she was on when it was good and it was actually generating stars <laughs> and not people you hear of once and then they go away. I walked in knowing a few of her songs. I walked out a fan. Really? She was excellent. So you weren't really a fan before that? I knew of her and I liked her voice, but holy crap can she sing. Yeah. But this is our year in review. You've seen shows this year. We've had some incredible podcast guests. Oh, yeah. Being here in Vegas to do three shows to kind of end the year. I have a couple of other reviews I'm going to do at smaller spaces in New York or in D.C. Hello, I'm tired. (laughs) But... This is kind of it. This was the big thing we were looking forward to. Yeah. We don't have a guest. Um, what do you make of 2021 for us? I mean, Gene Simmons. God. Uh, Rick Allen of Def Leppard. We had Eddie Trunk. That We'll get into that story here in a minute. Uh, or another story about that here in a minute. But um, Sorry, Eddie. <laughs> Sorry I did that to you. <laughs> We've had some incredible guests. We've reached out to some incredible guests that we'd like to get that were just, you know, kind of mm-hmm. in waiting. And that's just that's just part of it. I mean, you know, we're, we're developing, hopefully developing this brand to be a household name. We're not necessarily yeah. there we're yet. We're taking our time. Not necessarily there yet to book some sort well, of a caliber that we're I wouldn't to say that. We've had Gene Simmons. The well, point yes, is, but... The point know. is, I went into this year with a no-holds-bar attitude, which was... I'm going to do whatever I can to make up for the fact that I sat around in 2020. Yeah. And so I had to go to Chicago, saw Alice Cooper. Got invited to go to Huntsville. Road trip down there, made the most of that. You know, saw Hank Jr., saw Chicago, got down to Nashville. It was fun. And I know you you saw Luke. Saw Luke Holmes. Uh, That was a great show with Ashley McBride and Ray Fulcher. Ashley was phenomenal. Luke was just over the top. And, you know, they crank up. Beer never broke my heart. So you know that's going to be the closer. You know, we, we had some phenomenal mm-hmm. times. We, we had a couple, you know, personal lows that we both experienced at the oh, same yeah. time, practically. But And you can listen to the other episodes. Yeah, other episodes will explain that. We're not going to get into it. But, um, you know, when we booked this trip... 
We were optimistic it was going to happen. Because they reinstituted the mask mandates. And right. masks can sometimes lead to no shows. Well, it, it, that and then when they start doing those mandates, other restrictions tend to follow. Mm-hmm. Where I was afraid we were going to be on another lockdown or things were going to be canceled. Right. But I booked it balls to the wall like I'm making up for lost time I never got to see the Reaver Brooks and Dunn residency in the seven years it was I say seven because last year they took off but the six years it actually ran and you know when we saw them um, Friday night December 3rd that was the second show of the last of the the few and it was the um, second show in two years Because December of 2019 was the last show before it restarted December 1st of this year. So they they tend to do, uh, you know, April, June, July, October, and December. So it's it's every few months in in some instances. So I kept waiting and waiting and waiting. Like, when are they going to announce it? And then they announced the final shows. And I think... I hope, and I think I know where you're going with this... They take it on the road. I hope so too, but I was going to say, I think it is the longest running country it residency. It is, yep. In it's Vegas. in my review too. It's in the it's the longest country residency in Las Vegas. So Las six Vegas years is, a long is, time. is the place to see your favorite artists. I will mm-hmm. always advocate for that. I saw Brooks and Dunn on the road. They were great. They were excellent here. I've seen Reba do a road date. Doesn't compare. Yeah. To the kind of show she puts on here, well, swapping you, out with the you also, out with the boys. You also saw this a few years ago. You saw this residency, and it stuck with me. And, and there, there's been a few changes, changes. and I'm not going to spoil anything. But um, the music speaks for itself with them. Mm-hmm. And some of my favorite moments were where they shared vocals on each other's songs. Yeah. And not going to spoil moments. If we have a live... No, I'll say it. If we have a live album... If we have a live album out of this and a live DVD, and I hope we do... I don't think they filmed any, and I don't think they're going to. Well, there were filmed shows for... It would be an early version, but... Shows have been filmed for promo. Unless those are just dress rehearsals. Yeah, and they could be. To get the footage... But if we if they go in and do this in the last week, or maybe they'll come back for a week of shows just to film it, which would serve as a rehearsal for any tour. If we get a live album, why haven't I heard from you with Kix and Reba? And Ronnie. And Ronnie. Ronnie. All of them, yeah. And all of them. It's great. It's yeah. great. It's the full version. And we get... For you Reba files out there who I know listen because how invested in the fan community Buddy is. Um, I guess we're going to do another story about that here in a minute, aren't we? No. Yes, we are. <laughs> we're going to embarrass each other in a minute. <laughs> so, uh, Reba, if you listen to this, please still give us an interview. <laughs> Don't hold his fandom against him. That's why he's a journalist. No, I can be professional. But yeah, I know you can, and everybody knows you can. But Reba does some... What I, where I'm going with this is in this show, Reba does some songs that are just a part of medleys on her tour. Mm-hmm. So. And 
we didn't get any re um, revisited versions. So right, uh, you get the full original version on on these shows. But um, by the time this airs, because it's obviously New Year's Eve, it'll be over. They'll be over. But if you caught it. I, let I know us you know. Loved it. Yeah, let us know. Tweet us. Come on, tweet us. Let us know. TMU you loved it. in Vegas. <laughs> let us know if you saw both Shania and Reba Brooks and Dunn, and which one you liked, and which one you didn't, or yeah. which what you liked about both. This is, and I want to say this: we are in the shadow of National Finals Rodeo. I always mix it up because I always want to say National Rodeo Finals, but it's called National Finals Rodeo, and. We saw the big Cowboy Christmas vendor show that they do. Every hotel seemingly is thanking the sponsors. There's bi- the billboards are being run on all the digital things. It is the biggest rodeo industry, western cowboy industry event in the country. We're here in the thick of it. So to me, there's and George Strait played yeah. this weekend as well. So there's no, no coincidence to me that all the country music residencies are playing this yeah. weekend and in fact Reba Brooks and Dunn their final show is two days after NFR uh, yeah NFR ends yeah so very very interesting and speaking of a redhead and national finals rodeo I wonder if she won't make an appearance at her Justin booth at the Cowboy Christmas vendor show Okay, so let me... And if she does... Let me, let me set this up. They will be one logo down. Let me, let me set this up. So, Matt wants to go to check out the vendors. He's got a boner for these things. So, we, we go. Your daughter is in this d- room! D- d- we, Do not talk like that! <laughs> we... Well, we go, and we're... You know, the two of us are kind of reluctant. It's not... Anything we're really interested in. But then I decide, I'll look for a belt because I forgot mine. So I thought, and then I'm packing, find my belt. So we go, and uh, it's at the convention center, which is like 500,000 square feet of space. I mean, it's monstrous. It's free to get in, you know, tend to park. So we're in in the... And I um, run off because they're... The two of them are doing their own thing. I run off because I figure... I got until they're done with whatever they want. What did you look at? You we were, were looking, looking for a belt. You were looking I was looking for a belt, and then I yeah. saw the prices. Like, ah, okay. Thankfully, I didn't buy one because right. I found mine, obviously. But anyway, um, so they're doing their thing. I, th- I think I got maybe twenty minutes before they start. And I want to go. Time to move on because we had his daughter loves to shop, and we promised her we would take her to all the cool malls here in Vegas, and so we wanted to make sure we had time to do that before Carrie, and I wanted to be respectful of that, so. I'm walking around, and he's like, okay, I'm ready to confine, I'm going to come find you. So they come find me, and we walk. I said, there's one other booth I want to check out. We're walking, 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 and we go down these steps, and we... I, wouldn't even, I was at the top of the steps. Yes. He was at the top of the steps. He looks over, he goes, look who I see. So Reba is sponsored by Justin. Her line of boots is through Justin. Justin had their booth there. They didn't have any cowboy hats. They just had their boots and some trucker hats. So he goes, oh, look who it is. And he he is gone. He swears to God he didn't run. <laughs> but his daughter and I, yep, you ran. You were like, 
I, I even said to myself, well, he's gone. I got, <laughs> I got about another half hour to myself. Because <laughs> and the, you did. Because this, because this whole booth is Reba everything. This was, she was the main thing. And I do wonder if she might pop over there. Because it, on the ceiling, it's Reba, Justin. And then there's all these mats that and, say and they have stand in, Reba stand by Justin. And, stuff, yeah. and they had standees. So I go away. I go away. And he's like, okay, I'm done by the booth. We're going to wait for you by this Christmas tree. Okay, I'll be there. I'm moseying back. If I see something, I'm going to stop, but whatever. So I get back to him. He has a bag. And rolled up in that bag, I see something black and carpeted. Now, there are boots in this bag, but I don't think there's boots initially. <laughs> I think he just got the mat because... On Justin, in the Justin booth, there are these mats that say Reba by Justin. Once you know it, Mr. has to have everything Reba finagled his way <laughs> to get a Reba mat a whole week and a half before Cowboy Christmas is even supposed to be over. I was leaving the next day. I know this. The reason I went to, just to make things clear, the kid wanted some of her boots for Christmas. And you'd she had was, trouble finding them back I, in California. I, I could not find them on her website, through Justin's website, back in the summer. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I guess they're not making the McAllister anymore. So, yes, I darted. But I was trying to see if they had the boots. So she was with me. Can't surprise her anymore. I had her try them on. I'm like, okay, try these on. Tried a couple pair. Found well, a pair of boots, you have to... Yeah. Like, I did that. I have a Christmas gift from Robert Graham here that I said, my grandmother said, you see something in Vegas, call me. We'll make sure it fits, yeah. if it's a pair, piece of clothes. So when you get older, Christmas isn't about the surprise. It's about right. making you happy. So that's what we were doing, and we were taking longer. So I figured, well, if I'm going to you know, drop some money on some boots, why can't I get a mat to go home with me? Then I will not use. Appreciate the love. Your embarrassing story. Well, and it's not really an embarrassment. It's really cool. We're on the way up here, because this fool... Oh this fool decides, gonna try to surprise me, but I didn't let it happen. He ended up flying out to Bakersfield from D.C., stayed the night with me, and we drove up to Bakersfield the next morning. Well, to Vegas I, the next morning from to, to Bakersfield. To <laughs> hey, hey, Carrie had a thing that said Nash Vegas, so we could that, do that Vegasfield. A, yeah, that is a thing. So Vegasville. So we <laughs> <laughs> we drive up, and uh, it's a four-hour drive. And, uh, you know, we've, we've had Eddie Trunk on the show before, and I, I said, let's listen to Eddie. Let's, let's see what he's talking about today. And this is the day of Shania. So this is the morning of Shania. Bum, ba, da, 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 bum, ba. Continue. <sighs> you know, somebody, we should just hear music. <laughs> Anytime you mention Shania, that should just play. <laughs> like angels sing. <laughs> so we're driving up, and Eddie's talking about your... Top five rock and roll Hall of Fame snubs, and he took mine. So which is, uh, well, he, he he mentioned some, and then Pat Benatar. So yeah, so I I tell Matt because I know he's a, he's crazy enough. I said the phone number's right there on the radio. Doesn't get no, you didn't thought. you didn't even want to do it to encourage me. He goes, I said, so does he play music on this show or does he just talk? He goes, he just talks. He takes phone calls. They put the number there, and I look, I look at the desert. I look at the number. I looked that we have three and a half hours left. I grabbed my <laughs> phone, 
1844. So he gets through. He's like the second caller. Caller, although he's on hold for a while while. Which was fine. While they we had nothing it. to do. Yeah, so I, I turned the radio down and we're listening to the show through his phone. phone. Of course, he gets on and he says, Oh, well, you know, Pat Benatar is on mine, but, you know, Garth Brooks too. And obviously there's a reason, you know, it's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but they're so called semi all encompassing of other musicians, uh, well, of other genres. This is the tangent that Eddie got on. The thing about the Rock Hall. Well, but before we get there. He sends Eddie Trunk on a 10-minute tangent, which is awesome because I love when Eddie... And it kept coming up throughout the show, too. My daughter and I love listening to Eddie and his tangents. They're just great. I just love them. So, Eddie, keep it up. But he went on a 10-minute tangent about how country music is pretty much snubbed from the rock for the the most part. And And it's so strange. And and the, the politics behind it... But the fact, you know, that you got to put your thoughts aside on artists and look at their overall value of what they've brought into right. music, recording, live, everything. As a culture, we consider, and I do want to get on a tangent about this, maybe we can make this a podcast of our own, have Eddie back, talk about this. Yeah. As a culture, we have come to accept rock and roll as... It's like... The analogy I can think of is when a when a trademark gets genericized, okay? Mm-hmm. Like an escalator used to be a brand name. I have a point to where I'm going with this, I promise. An escalator used to be a brand name. It used to be a company called Escalator that made an escalator, okay? Yeah. I think that's right. If I'm not, just go with me on this. Um, <laughs> it's tired, we're delusional. I think Escalator... No, I'm pretty sure Escalator was one of those. Now... Any company that makes a, a, a rising or lowering stairway to go from one story to another, we call that an escalator. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll used to be a very specific thing, a very specific type of music. Right. Now, tonight we saw Carrie Underwood, who's a country music singer, but I would say we saw a rock concert. Rock and roll has gone from a genre to an experience Mm -hmm. and you experience rock when you experience an energetic full band show no matter the genre that is the world we live in today and that is what rock means to people this song rocks this is a rockin song you're a rock star we have genericized what rock is right and the hall of fame and this is eddie's point has responded by putting hip-hop artists, by putting jazz musicians, pop, pop artists, into the Hall of Fame. Country music? I think the hardest rock they got was Elvis. Elvis is in there. And there's ten. I, I believe there's ten. I believe that's what they there's said There's ten the crossovers, including, I don't know, maybe as a writer, but Bill Monroe, who is almost as traditional as he gets in terms of country music. Brenda Lee. It, Brenda Lee is in the country music, or in the rock and country music Hank Hall, of, Williams. Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, Hank Williams, just because he was the first, I think, popularizer of Probably music. Probably the in, first outlaws. In that yeah. way. So what, 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 what has happened is we think of rock not just as, oh, Kiss is a heavy metal rock band, or... or 
oh gosh, I'm blanking on real or Pat Pat Benatar is a rock artist. Mm -hmm. We think of rock as going to see a concert, enjoying music. If you're a music fan, you're a rock fan. Right. And that is what the hall has kind of become. But they're not responding to the country side of that, which is the Garth Brooks, the Reba McIntyre's. Shania broke so many glass doors in the industry. And then you want to get to like the Bill Monroe She's style? got three diamond albums. Yes. And you got and you got Garth who has eight diamond albums. You don't have rock stars. You don't well, you don't have what is traditionally considered rock music. Right. Uh you don't have those stars having eight diamond albums. Now we can get into the marketing aspect of Garth, you know, shilling out, buying his own albums, giving them away for free so he gets the diamond. But yeah, he's achieved it. He figured out how to achieve it. So good on him. The, Can't fault him for it. No. So there are accomplishments that are Rock Hall worthy that aren't getting the acknowledgement right. based on how the Rock Hall has designed itself. And that is the tangent that Eddie went on. I went on a very minimal version because he delved into the politics of, of it and all that stuff. So we have to decide. We have to decide. And I was saying, if you want to get into the Bill Monroe of it all, put Crystal Gale in there. She was the first country music artist to have a pop crossover hit. Okay? Yeah. You, you put you put stellar people who did stellar things. And we have people nowadays who... To, and Bobby Bones got into this with the record labels trading off hits. We have people who claim this hit, this exclusive, this award, this record. No. Distill it down. Look at the RIAA and all that stuff. And look at what it is. And put people in. Put the people who deserve to be in. That's what we got Eddie on a tangent about. Yeah, and, I mean, and they, they have their rules where you have to be at least 25 years into your career. So people like Taylor Swift, Britney Spears can't do it yet. No. But but I uh, have a weird feeling Taylor will go in. As I, soon as and I have a weird feeling Britney will go in. Britney should go in. And Britney should go in on the first try. He has such a thing about... Eddie has such a thing about people going in on the first try. Well, somebody's got... By the nature of it, somebody's going to go in on the first tr- first time of their nomination. Uh, first time they're nominated, it's like the Oscars, you know? Yeah. Some people take some... Look at Leo DiCaprio. Well, I, I think his thing on that is, though, there's so many big artists like Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, right. and many others that ha- are not in, but you get people like... Um, and this is Foo an fighters. example he used, Foo Fighters, who have members of their band on the nominating board... But I seriously, I'm with Eddie. I seriously doubt they're sitting there like, hey, how about my band? It's, right. It's somebody else, I'm sure. And then it just Right, happens. but Britney has been through so much in her personal life that putting her in the rock hall uh, would validate everything that she went through. Putting her in the first time. Yeah. She's eligible in the next five or ten years. Because she's, she's only in her late 30s, but she is pretty well into her career. So in the next decade, she will reach eligibility, and I do think she should go in. Because she's just been through the ringer. And anybody that's been through the ringer, like Leopard, I think Leopard is another one that's not... No, they, they got in there. Okay, yeah. They got in in 2019. I mean, Rick Allen lost a freaking arm. Yeah. And still can drum. He should be in by himself just for that. Yeah. Well, it... You sent him on a tangent, so that was just so... And we just did one. <laughs> and then we went on our own. This was This has been fun. This has been a fun... Fun year. Well, you know, that and to, to also recap, 
you know, Shania was great. Reba Brooks and Dawn were great. I saw two of those shows. I, I Carrie was out of this world. You said Carrie was great. But Friday night after the show, it, we do the ultimate Vegas thing and end up going to another show. Because Allie Colleen, who's a friend yeah. of this program, yeah, Allie. was playing and her team was there. We got to meet her. I got to meet her mom. Well, Real sweet. You did. You know, it was at an eighteen plus club, and my daughter's too young. Know. We didn't know that, so I I stayed with her. Here's the thing. Here's the her. thing. I disagree. I think there should be a lot because it's really weird. It is something in Clark County that I've never encountered in D.C., New York, or Pennsylvania. All the places I've lived, where the venue itself is eighteen and up. Okay, if it's a bar and you do twenty one and up. Fine. Yeah. If it's if it's eighteen and up, that's weird. That one's weird. I will say this. I think there should be because I think it gets into exclusion and unfairness. I think there should be a law and I'm against big government, but I'm all for people being able to make a living and reach their audiences. Mm -hmm. There should be a federal law that says if a minor is accompanied by an adult in a place that has a liquor license and they don't drink, and they're banned. And it's not a restaurant. And it's not a restaurant. I think that's the rub with the 18+. plus. They're not a restaurant. Yeah. If they were 18+, plus, but they were a restaurant, then I think it would work. But I think there should be a law that says if a minor isn't accompanied by an adult, and they don't drink, and it's, and it's careful, um, they should be allowed. Because Allie, God love Allie, she appeals to young girls. Yeah, and well, you know... It's young girls love her music. Yeah. Uh, and we've talked to her, I think, about having a strong female fan base. So and her voice, I mean, we could hear her. Thank you. And her voice was just her. awesome. I went in and snapped a couple of pictures. Then, because we were there, I'm like, we're not leaving. We've interviewed her. I tried to get you to come in and say, look, Jesse can handle herself. Yeah. But I got in. I got something for you, something for her, something for me. And they gave their team likes me. They're like. We're so sorry we didn't realize she was underage. We didn't realize the venue would be such a problem about that. Here's a hat. So they gave me, thank you, Bev. Love well, you. Yeah, Bev. Sorry we, we weren't able to, you know. Yeah, sorry we work, weren't but, able to make it work. But uh, I'll tell you, though, they they carded her. <laughs> they asked for her ID. I'm like, uh, she doesn't have one. She's 11. You know, that kind of, um, you know, she presents herself. She's so, well and I said age. to her, I said to her in the in the lobby, we were all sitting there waiting for a show to end. I said, because till we were there, until we were through talking to the people, there was only about 20 minutes left of the show. So I'm like, we'll stick around and, and whatever. And then 20 minutes later, she comes meandering out to her booth, and there there she is. But I said to Jesse, I said, you, I want you to take it as a testament to how you carry yourself um, that we didn't even think. Uh, and you asked, but we didn't even think it would be a problem yeah. that you would, the circumstances would allow. We're running a little long here, but we have one more thing that I teased an episode or two ago that we promised we would unveil here. Yes! The news we have to unveil. You can do it. Which Since we, I'm we making did. you do it. If you're... Yeah. If you follow either they one of us... Mother Earth is Shut up, Matt. I've had enough of your singing for one year. Breathing. Actually, <laughs> dippy dip, if you follow the music universe, 
Twitter, you'll know what we're about to say because you retweeted it. So this is kind of an open secret, but go ahead. Okay. We are going to Garth and Dublin in September. Ireland, I am coming home because my name is Bailey. But so. he's not going to sing. I'm not going to Well, Well, you're not. You're going to screech. <laughs> We're in the car. We're in the car on the way to Vegas. And, and, and he goes, well, I'm singing along to, I'm talking, you know, Rock it out to whatever we're playing. He goes, will you stop that? I go, I'm just singing along. He goes, no, you're not. You're screeching along. <laughs> and I'm like, well, get used to it, because I'll be screeching along to all three shows out here. But Jeez. And he did. Thankfully, I didn't hear one of them. <laughs> Good Lord. But anyway. We're, 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 uh, we're going to hit it. We're going to, we, we, got, we got opening night. We would have had Saturday as well. But I fell asleep. Fell asleep with 140,000 in queue in front of us. Well, and that's let, okay. me, let me explain that because for anybody, and I do want to, because this is an anecdote for anybody who wants to deal with Ticketmaster. I'm not just trying to make this go long, but this is important. So I had 46,000. Now, it sounds like a lot, but Croke Park can accommodate close to 100,000 people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because they're. They're a, a they're a Irish football stadium, and they so they're the size of three football stadiums in the U.S. Uh, three, two and a half sort of. But anyway, so I'm in line, and there's forty six thousand ahead of me for the first show. On sales three a.m. U.S. time. Okay, I'm up at two thirty. I get in line. I'm in the queue from the night before. It kicks over. I'm in line. I can see the. Down and debt that every twenty minutes or so, I'm going down about ten thousand people. So it takes an hour. I get the tickets. I had to figure out the international conversion because it took me to Ticketmaster.ie. If you go and you go to billing, it'll say out of country. You click that, it'll switch you back to America. Mm. So I do that. Then I wanted to try to get the second show. Hundred and seventy thousand people in front of me. I'm like, okay, I can nap for an hour. <laughs> I woke up an hour later. I had missed my time slot. Like, I had gotten <laughs> through the line, and I missed it. So, just because it took a length of time with less people doesn't mean it won't be shorter with more people when you're in line for a big event like that. So, right. be careful. We're going to hit the UK for a couple of days. Yeah. Maybe see a show there, depending on... All that stuff's kind of up in the air. Who's the performing details. where yeah. and when. I'll but, check um, the Royal Albert Hall list because I've always wanted to see a show there. I'm on a venue kick. Um, yes, he is. So, which is why we're doing Croak because I don't travel for Garth. There are a lot of... Bullshit! <laughs> Bullshit! <laughs> we... <laughs> I caught I, you in the biggest I, lie no, 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 you've no, ever no, said. No, no, Shut up. <laughs> I traveled so we could see him in a cool tourist destination. Okay? If he's, like, performing in Baltimore... And then performing in North Carolina, I'll go see him in Baltimore, but I have no need to take a five-hour bus ride down to North Carolina to go see him. Oh, you're lying. You would do it anyway. No, I wouldn't. Yes. All right. Yes, you would. I would think about it, but then I would decide against it. Um, <laughs> so. All right. I'll let you think that. So anyway, so we're going. We're gonna have fun. Stay tuned. We're going to post all the news updates about the Croke Park show, and we'll keep you in tune with our plans. The 2021, going out on a high note, three-show weekend. A couple of other reviews from D.C., but this is the big thing. All these country artists, 
National Finals Rodeo. I love Vegas. There's always memories to be made in this town. We will be back next spring for some more stuff out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very awesome town. Buddy, thank you for hosting me at no. your house. And thank you for doing this. I mean, you took her to the show so I could do Reba. And, you know, that, uh, well, that's... Well, we were great. like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What are, what are we going to do? So I ended up, through a story that doesn't need to be told here, having cheaper rent this month. So I thought, okay, I saved almost a grand. Let's go to, let's just go to Cary. Yeah. So that's what we did. We evened up, you and I. Um, Garth is paid for. Garth is paid for. And so, so the next thing is I'm going to go home going to sleep for about 72 hours. I <laughs> yeah. said Thursday. Yeah. We're recording this on a Saturday. I said Thursday feels like last week. So it's been a very busy week. But um, our next step we'll be planning next year. Going to make it bigger, better than ever. I might not travel as much because I want to save for Dublin. But we have a big event coming up. We're going to hit uh, We're going to hit Vegas again in the spring. Then we're going to do in the fall. We're going to do Croke Park. And I'm just rambling on. Thank you for an awesome 2021. Yeah. Uh, it's been rough because of COVID, rough because of personal stuff, but we got through it. We made the most of it. And I think both of us on both of our coasts and with the travel we've done have totally made up for lost time in 2020. Oh, yeah. I, I think so. And, you know, we want to thank all the artists for appearing on the show. You can obviously subscribe if you're not already. See all those great artists. Uh, some of them are video interviews. Some of them are audio. It's just a combination. I think that's kind of where we are this day and age. And, um, you know, thank you to all the publicists we've worked with and continue to work with. Ones we've pissed off. Ones we've gained. <laughs> Ones. I still love the ones we've pissed off. And they love us. It's just, it happens. You know, can't please everybody all the time. But Miscommunications and emails. and Yeah, it, it, you can't hear tone and stuff like that. But we, we love everybody that we're working with. We and love I love guys. doing this show because it, it has allowed us to do, last story that I wrap, will wrap up, I promise. It has allowed us to get to know people. We're sitting there at Shania, and Shania stops the show because it was her opening night. She talks about the celebrities that are in the audience, and Toto was there. And Steve Lukather was our very first podcast guest. Yeah. And from our interactions, he was like, you get Toto, I like you, stay in touch. And so I've gotten to know him. I'm sitting at Nariba, or at Nariba, at Shania, and I email him right there, text him, blowing him up at the end of the show, be like, dude, hang out, come on. We had... We had some dinner reservations the next night that uh, some friends of ours had to cancel. Uh, so I thought, hey, I have we have a couple slots open in this reservation if you and Joe Williams want to come and have dinner. So, you know, like, what the heck? Never thought we'd be in that kind of position. Thank you all. We yes. love you all. 2022 is going to be a blast. COVID's going to get even further behind us, and we're going to rock and roll we're gonna go to ireland and it's gonna be great yeah for the music universe podcast i'm matt and i need to go to bed and i'm buddy and so do i I gotta drive early in the morning thanks for listening keep hitting that subscribe like and share button and check us out at themusicuniverse.com take care Uh